This is part two of a two-part podcast. Hi, my name is Ryan. I've been a supporter of Paul's for many years now. I wish to get the podcast and video creation part of the system we call Paul back up to full speed. And I think Patreon support is a big part of that system. Go over to patreon.com slash paulwheaton. Make a pledge for each artifact that Paul creates. Again, the site is patreon.com slash paulwheaton. You can also find the link in the podcast notes. Enjoy the podcast. So I know that for... Uh, did you do any clean-outs? No, no, I did it last summer. Okay. But Oakland, cleaned the, Oakland did the clean-out of the Rocket Mass Heater here in the Fisher-Price house. Right. 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 I like it when we open it up, we kind of talk about it because this one's the champion Rocket Mass Heater. And so we can look at what's on the inside and uh, explore, like, how to make better Rocket Mass Heaters on the rest of the property or at home or whatever. In fact, Penny, you have a Rocket Mass Heater, and it sounds like operation of your Rocket Mass Heater at your home is quite similar to this one, which is working really well. But like, what is what is the core in your rocket mass heater? Mine is a standard core. I followed Ernie and Erica's rocket mass heater builder's guide very carefully because I'd never built anything like this before and had never run one before even. So I measured and double measured and triple measured as I was building it. Um, but it's very rockety. And when we were first starting it, we were having trouble catching the flames. The flames were sucking inside mm-hmm. so fast they didn't want to catch the wood that was in there. Um, but it's a very standard fire brick construction. We wrapped it with the um, ceramic blanket. fiber blanket. Yeah. yeah. Um, steel barrel on the outside. We have maybe just shy. It's an 8-inch system, and we have um, just shy of 8 feet in the bench. Okay. Um, How big is your home? 1,400 square feet. And then you have an estimate for how much wood you use to heat your home. Um, last year was unusual. We didn't really have insulation to start with, so we, <laughs> we blamed the mild winter that we had on the fact that we were heating all of Idaho um, through the walls. Um, and then we had wet wood. I Truthfully, I did not have a stash of wood set up at the beginning, so we were piecemealing it, and I don't have a good estimate. Okay. More than I expect we're going to do this year. This year it looks like it's a lot less. Okay. All right. All right. Were you running a uh, a conventional wood stove before putting in the rocket mass heater? No, this was new construction, which yeah. is why there was no insulation. Ah, okay. And we have um, an earth-bermed wall that was chilled when we got in because we didn't move in until February, mm-hmm. and that's when we started heating the house. So mm-hmm. it was the back wall was 43 degrees. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I can see what you mean by you can't really count that first. <laughs> um, let's see. What else we got? Um, rocket hot water. Yeah. So that's probably running, heating hot water. Uh-huh. After I cleaned out the shower heater, I ran the shower heater. And it uh, got to 182 degrees eventually. Okay. Yeah. What is what is the requirement? 140. 140. So you hit 140 and just kept right on going. Well, I shot past it. Uh, I'm a little new to well, I'm brand new to water heaters, so I think I was using larger chunks of wood, which was yielding less increase of temperature. So mm-hmm. after Mike gave me a tip, use smaller wood, you'll get there faster. I way overshot that. <laughs> 
<laughs> that went quick. Yeah, okay. I know that most people have said that to get, the, to get it up to full temperature for showers, they usually put in um, like uh, two, two handfuls of woods, like you'll do one handful of wood to kind of, you know, get it started, mm-hmm. and then you'll do one more handful of wood to, um, and then it's up to temperature. We should add the handful language, because I was thinking two batches of like full-sized loads, full J2. No, that's what I'm thinking. Batches. I mean, because it's kind of like it's it's uh, a six-inch uh, rocket mm-hmm. on it, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you were to have a handful of wood, yeah, it's not very much. You mean a six-inch handful, then? You're talking a six-by-six-inch handful. When you say handful, you mean one. You mean a bundle of... So, like, six things. inches in diameter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay. a, a bundle, a, t- a small bundle yep. that you can hold with maybe both hands, maybe with... maybe. Yeah. Maybe with my hands I could I could do one, but I didn't balance it on my hand a little bit, you know. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's so, so two little bundles, and as as usual. But you use such big wood that usually burns a lot slower. Yeah. And so yeah. You, it's not going to heat up as fast. Right. Okay. No, All right. Yeah. All right. Penny did that one too, only on a different heat. So Penny did that also, but on the heater behind the shop. Yeah, I ran I ran that hot water heater, which is also um, a rocket stove power. Um, and that one had a lot of operator error. Um, I ended up siphoning the hot water back into the hose, which was the inlet. Oh, no. Lost my hot water there. Oh, no. um, so, yeah, it took me a while to get it up. But then using small wood and not siphoning it back into the hose <laughs> made it allow to heat up pretty nicely. Okay. I think I got it up to 155. <laughs> So, um, uh, lots of education and yeah. getting these BBs. Yeah. All right. Uh, dump ash. I dumped ash. <laughs> and then it came out of the shower. After all those years. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, oh, well. Uh, okay. <laughs> Fed the garden. I So, I did. It says mark the spot. And I uh, was like, okay, well, I'll grab some scraps from down by the, uh, the mill. And I'll, like, wood burn ash on it, which I did just because it seemed fun while I was waiting for my water to boil. And then I saw in the shop there's like a bunch of ash signs that I just could have used. But I made my own cool sign up there. Okay. Neat. Neat. All right. Um, Trail maintenance. That was me. Um, I did all the rocket stuff last year, so I don't have anything to say. Uh, Trail maintenance. So the path above the Fisher-Price house, I think it heads to the campsites. Um, And to the volcano. Oh, right. And to the volcano. So that trail just above the Fisher-Price house, the first, second, after the second switchback, a giant tree fell across the trail. And I didn't realize you didn't know about it, Paul. Um, So this tree fell across the entire trail. Um, The crown of the tree messed up some of the junk pole fence downhill. And so as part of the trail maintenance, BB, um, I cut the tree out of the trail, and the trail is now passable again. Uh, Cleared up the branches. They were all over one of the three log benches up there. Um... Uh, planted a bunch of clover and vetch along the trail, uh, cleared out some rocks, made some rock cairns along the trail as well, mm. um, kind of to have uh, site focal points as you get through the paths. And then uh, I put that wood that I cut out of the trail to a better, higher use than blocking a trail. Which is a three-log bench. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, J2 Brocket Stove. 
I think that might have been me. So I uh, got to start up the J2 rocket, oh, the one that's in the garage, uh, which is a lot closer than the one that's in the shop. The one in the library? Library. Wait. Oh, rocket mass heater or rocket stove? Uh, um, I've got, oh, J-Tube rocket stove. You're right. You're right. Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I boiled the water and made rice. So I got my last food prep badge, which was heating up rice and water on the rocket and then carrying it over to the hay box cooker and putting it in there to finish cooking. So we got that one done, and then a little while later, heated up a gallon of water to a boil on it, which was a rocket DV. So, so I remember that was Taco Tuesday, and then it seemed like about a half an hour before Taco Tuesday started, you were going around saying, no, it was about an hour. An hour before, you were yeah. kind of saying, like, I can't get it up to temperature or something. Yeah, this thing doesn't, doesn't burn very good. What's And then, apparently, smaller wood. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I'm, telling you smaller wood. I'm Try that. Notice, yeah, I'm sensing a trend here. So, yeah. when you want something hot, use smaller wood. So, yeah, so yeah smaller wood made it go better. And, and the little orange cat was helpful, too. <laughs> Waldo. You burned Waldo. the cat? No. <laughs> Waldo was my capable assistant. Oh, okay. I did, I did, okay. Waldo didn't technically do anything. I did it all myself. But did Waldo give you advice? Uh, no. He sat on my lap and tried to play with my camera. Okay. All right. All right. All right. And he actually liked He was almost, he was looking down in the fire and I kind of thought he'd lose some whiskers, but he didn't. So. Yeah. One of the kittens had gotten too close to some fire somewhere and like, like the whiskers on one side of their face were all curled. <laughs> like something had happened. And it's like, and of course the cats never reveal their stories. Yeah. You know? But, uh, uh, then you went and used the hay box cooker, so you took your yep. hot boiling ricey stuff and you stuck it in the hay box cooker for a while. Yep. Yeah, it's really hard. You stick it in the hay box cooker for a while. <laughs> <laughs> then when everyone's getting ready for dinner, I went out and got it out, and hey, rice was done. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, the next thing is Wednesday. Ooh, Wednesday's a big list. Pancake feed. Yeah, pancake Yay! feed. So the uh, the precursor to the pancake feed on Wednesday morning was on Tuesday night when I took a tip from Nourishing Traditions and started soaking some flour in some whey with some yumminess. So that soaked overnight, and then I fed eight of us pancakes. Well, no, nine of us, including me, pancakes on Wednesday morning. Thank you, Bo. You're welcome. Yeah. Was delicious. They were yummy. And so what was the BB? The BB was a community badge for feeding eight people and doing all the dishes. All right. And we have a question about that. Uh, <laughs> okay. A legitimate question. Uh, and it involves the motivation. A lot of people were like, that doesn't make sense. It should be other people to clean the dishes when no. you make the meal. And I, this is my question for you. Is it so that you understand the, the energy resources required to serve people at that level and you be more conscientious of other people's making food for you and cleaning dishes for you in the future? What state do you live in? Kansas. Kansas. Okay. How far away is that from Colorado? Hmm. Ten hours. Okay. All right. All right. So not not too terribly far. But but you've you've heard of um, a place called South Park. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I once saw this documentary. <laughs> okay. And and in it there was a guy named Randy, <laughs> and uh, uh, and the, they never make it clear whether his uh, parents named him Randy or whether that was something that was a name given to him like in college or something. All right. So then uh, Randy watched a cooking show, and then for breakfast, Randy made everybody breakfast. And uh, and then the whole family protested, and it was um, all this fancy, fancy, fancy food, but they hated it because they knew what was coming next. And as he bolted for the door and said, I cooked you do the dishes, and boom, he's gone. And they're like, no! This is the community badge. It's about building community, not getting people to hate you because you just stuck them with a mountain of dishes. And and that is kind of part of it, is, is that when people go and they do a lot of cooking and they make a mountain of dishes, then have you built community or are those people who are now doing the dishes, are they kind of thinking stabby thoughts about you and your, all of your community building efforts have now failed? Maybe the stabby thoughts. Yeah. yeah. So then if you cook... And you do all of the dishes. Did you build community? Uh, probably built more community. And can I tell you also that because I cooked, I was very conservative on the number of dishes I used. Because <laughs> <laughs> you knew who was cleaning. Exactly. Uh, exactly. It was yeah. Very efficient. <clears throat> so when we put together the community badges, it was really kind of tough. Because um, we had a lot of ideas for a lot of things that we threw out the window because it's like, yeah, but does it really, truly build a community? And if somebody tries to take all the possible shortcuts in getting this BB, you know, have we now built community or have we used community, right. you know? And it's like, how do we get it to be better and better and better? And so, you know, and we're talking about the sand badge here. So, like, what are some basics? Yeah. And so the basics in community, I think, are, like, labeling a site and then, of course, you know, a meal, cooking a meal for a bunch of people and doing all the dishes, so mm-hmm. hosting a meal for a lot of people, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Um, and already we've had people who are like, um, here is my submission for this BB. And it's like, and you look in the picture and there's, like, six people. And yeah. it's like, it says eight. It's like, yeah, but this is, this is all I could do. <laughs> like, nope, <laughs> denied. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, it's hard to think of the things. And I think I'm really proud of what we've come up with for the community stuff because I think we've come up with some really awesome stuff for building community. I agree. At the same level as well as the higher levels of the badge as well. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I've not had experience much living in community or I think probably creating community but the activities and the BBs in the badge uh, seem like the kinds of things that bring people together instead of making them want to stab you as you they wash your dishes. <laughs> so, uh, next up is Three Log Bench. And I know that yesterday we had a bit of a conversation here about, like, and I, uh, I think the conversation started off like, why can't it be taller? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, 
Uh, yeah, so I built the three log bench uh, that we're talking about here uh, okay. as part of the trail clearing or trail maintenance BD. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, partly we were having a discussion about chair heights mm-hmm. and different kinds of chair heights and the range. Um, and kind of chatting just casually around the breakfast uh, on Bo's delicious pancakes about, hey, what chair height do you like? Where where do you sit in the chair height world? Um, and then we got to chat with you, Paul, about the rationale and the methodology behind your chair height range selection. Because I think I think when that when it was brought to me, it, the BB stated I think 16 to 8, 18 inches. So like the sitting surface must be between 16 and 18 inches. That's right. Yeah, and and then um, that, that that meant we whipped out a tape measure and we measured like all of the chairs at the dining room table, which we don't exactly have too many chairs that are the same. There's a lot of variety mm-hmm. of different chairs. Universally, they were 17 and a half inches tall. But some people were saying that they felt like that these chairs are all too short. And, uh, and it wasn't even me. I was kind of <laughs> I was kind of thinking like this is what it is. This is you know 17 and a half. And um and we've had people here before where they felt like normal chairs are just too high up. <laughs> and uh but what was being asked for is can we make three log benches that are even taller? And there was even um, people advocating um, 22 inches tall. So what did we end up saying in the BB? Uh, It's not been edited yet. The conversation, what you said, Paul, was to expand the upper end of the range to 20 inches. Okay. So when it's edited to follow what you said the other day, it will now read 16 to 20 inches. And and I think I asked that there be uh, extra verbiage added to say standard chair height is 17 and a half inches. Right. Exactly. Exactly what you just said will be the extra verbiage in the BB. Chairs were measured. uh, Decisions were made. The discussion is done. So, three log bench is now done. It is now done, yes. Yay! Hooray! Did we get any other three log benches? It seems like usually when we host uh, a PEP event, we end up with a lot of extra three log benches. That's the only one that I know of yeah, okay. this time. All right. Just one. Okay. And it's it's up on the uh, on the trail? It is up on the trail. Okay. Uh, it's now facing opposite the three-log bench that was already there. Oh. Um, I think, and there's plenty of trees still left. I think the idea was maybe that there could be many three-log benches right in that immediate vicinity, and it could become a new place oh. here at base camp. I see. Okay. All right. Uh, more junk pull. Uh, tractor loader. Yes, I ran the tractor. I moved five big scoops of gravel onto a muddy patch of road. Ooh, nice. And then just I actually spread it out for me because I'd never done the back blade before. Um, but, yeah, it was a good opportunity for me to use the loader since I don't have access to a loader other places. Ah, have you driven a loader before? I've driven a backhoe, so I had some experience with both the excavator-ish end and the loader end. Ah, okay. All right. All right. Uh, drop trees. It seems like that's every pep event. Mm-hmm. Lots of tree dropping. Who yep. drops trees? Me, me, me. I drop two. Okay. 
I dropped a dead tree with the. Um, it's not a bow saw. It's they called it the silky or the katana. Oh, no. katana. Yeah. oh my gosh, that yeah. thing is so cool. It was so sharp and it cut that tree like butter. Okay. And I still like power tools. And stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> I dropped two trees with that, and I'd prefer power tools. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. And Mike. Um, I cut some dead trees just for to be helpful on Sunday for firewood, so I didn't even get a BB for it. Uh, all right. I Isn't there it. straw badge? I mean, like, uh, yeah, straw badge BBs yeah. for... Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I probably cut 15 trees at home this fall already, and I got yeah. more to cut for firewood, so... It's, yeah. It'll be, it'll be a piece... Uh, Dropping trees is not a novelty for you. No. Un- saying, unlike those of us who live in rental houses. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm, I'm going through the list, and there's some stuff we've already talked about, and um, uh, we did do a lot of time on the on the uh, rocket mass heater here in the Fisher Price house, and um, all of the different possible improvements for the future while it was being cleaned up. Uh, oh, and I've got on here bidet, so I think Opalin installed a bidet in the uh, the bathroom for the boots. Yes, she yeah. did. Has anybody tested it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing a shirt that says, I pooped today. <laughs> all right, Mike, tell us all about it. <laughs> so there, I thought, well, I guess she put it in. We should see if it works. So I had the opportunity to test it out. And, yeah, it's like there's a little gnome hiding out in a dove ball and a fire hose. And when you hit the button, the little, the little gnome comes out. And he's amazingly accurate. <laughs> you hit the button, like, oh, <laughs> happening down there. And, and yeah, so I uh, don't know if I love it yet. I figured I'd give it a fair shake and tr- or a, a fair squirt and try it a few times. So so we'll see. It, um, still not uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Not sold okay. on it yet. I don't think I want to hear more about the analysis. <laughs> yeah, here it is four hours later. Here's the report. <laughs> I took a picture. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I'm good. Uh, I got a note here about dinner feed. But that, so like Jennifer was, uh, is, uh, is doing the BB20 event and she's racking up a bunch of So she did a dinner feed last night. She I think did. you guys ate the food. Yes. yes. We did. It was fantastic. She made chili and cornbread and it was real proper spicy chili mm-hmm. and it was great yeah. and I saw lots of people adding milk and rice and uh, cheese and more milk and water to their chili because <laughs> it was powerful it was it was it was chili it was proper chili uh, I have a note here about a seed swap yeah, we had an extracurricular seed swap. A few of us brought some seeds, and then Chin had some seeds here. So we had a fun little seed swap. Good and, time. And so did you get the, the BB for that? No. I didn't know there was one, and it hasn't been written. So I should have written it first so I could have gotten it. Seed swaps are so much fun, though. I feel like that's going to happen any time you get a few permies together. That's true. Not hard. So I got notes here for stuff that Jen did yesterday. Uh, uh, Comfrey Poultice, Comfrey Solve, and she restarted a giant cast iron pan. That was a giant cast iron pan. And I guess it still is. And was was that from Eric? That cast I don't iron know pan where that came from. Oh, it's it 
was rusty as shit, though. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, uh, Bo, when you arrived, you brought a, a, a new load from Eric. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I went and saw Eric at his home on my way here. It was hardly off my path at all, and they put me up for the night, fed me two meals, and put heaps and heaps of stuff in the back of my truck. This <laughs> is so nice. They're wonderful and one of a kind. What kind of stuff do you bring? Let's see. I brought, uh, I think the chief reason for it was I brought 20 panes of tempered glass mm-hmm. that is a candidate for use in the greenhouse. I think the jury's out there. And then in the nooks and crannies around the glass, I brought many, many boxes. I think the coolest box had a bunch of manual old wood tools, the coolest Ooh. of which was a bench-mounting manual hand-crank drill press, cool. which is just beautiful and cool. Yeah, there was also, I think, three or four braces, complete with bits. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were also, I think, three or four hand hand drills, uh-huh. uh, hand-powered drills. Um, and a hand-cranked grain mill. It was the load yes. of hand-cranked devices. Yes, yes which, was, which was really great. There was also a 1902 Sears and Roebuck catalog. <laughs> uh, I was observing that I think all the pages are still in it. Wow. Um, because my understanding is, is that in that day, the Sears and Roebuck catalog was placed in the outhouse. And not for reading? <laughs> and uh, you would read it you would, you would read it for, the, for part A, and then for part B, you would tear out the pages. And it would be a page gnome? Um, <laughs> yeah, this was in the, in the era before the bidet. Right. <laughs> so, all right, then there's today. Uh, and it starts off with uh, welding and metalworking equals uh, kindling crackers. Who made a kindling cracker? Woohoo! Woo-hoo. Okay, so that's three. We have three new kindling crackers here. Yeah, yeah. And they all work. And uh, uh, how how many hours did it take each of you to make a kindling cracker? Four. About four. Yeah, four probably four. Four-ish. Four. Okay. And now the cool thing with the kindling cracker is when we put together that BB, it's like, oh, man, you've got like six different metalworking skills that go into making this thing. So what are what are the six skills? I can't remember. Torching and bending. Cutting with an angle grinder. Um Welding. What else is there? Using the bench grinder. Bench grinder. You did some drilling. Yeah, drilling. we drilled and uh, stamping. We stamped our names yeah. onto it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said welding, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Chop, chop sawing. Chop sawing. Yeah. Use the chop saw to cut, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, we ended up making three different, totally different designs. They all have names. Do you remember our names? I think I ended up naming mine the Nibbler. <laughs> <laughs> it was it supposed to be the, the Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was... I think it was like destruction. It was yeah. destruction. Uh, I was expecting it not to um, last very long, so I took lots of pictures beforehand. Uh, <laughs> but it held up. Nice. Yeah, mine's called uh, T-Bone because nice. the body of it is the shape of a T. The innovation in mine, which we'll see if it works, is that the legs do not go all the way down to the base. The T is of strong quarter-inch steel, which connects to a full 10-inch blade. So the guide at the top is mounted on two shorter legs from the edges of the blade. And it's also called T-Bone because it likes T-Bone steaks? And because you can cut one on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And 
mine was called Tall Little House in a Box. <laughs> it's a great name. It looks like a tall little house. So I use some rectangular tube steel uh, folded in the top to hold on to a little cutting blade. And then I had rebar rim, uh, square thing around the top and the legs. So it looks like a little tall house in a box. It right. worked the best. Well, I, I think that to get the uh, the the full and complete uh, badge, mm-hmm. metalworking badge, uh, you have the option of doing the um, uh, kindling cracker plus uh, one other little ditty, and then that's the whole badge. Mm-hmm. So did anybody do the extra little bonus ditty? Penny and I both yeah. did that ditty, yes. We did the rocket mass heater scoop. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Ash cleanup. The little ash scoop. It's kind of got a weird little shape to it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had done the chicken funnel kill cone thing a few weeks ago at home. Okay. So, so I don't mind. Yeah. So then basically, uh, the two of you got your full metalworking uh, badge. Because how long did it take to make the scoop? Uh, 15 minutes. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I might have spent 25, but yeah. yeah. Well, yours is 10 minutes better than mine. Yeah. And I have a lot more grinding to do after my wells. <laughs> but if you'd have done that first, instead of the kindling cracker, that would have been yeah. Yeah. a lot longer. We had so all yeah. the stuff. Uh, the kindling cracker cool. taught you the skills and mm-hmm. you know how to do everything. So what I'm hearing is is that you were able to get the metalworking badge, the metalworking sand badge, in four hours and 15 minutes or four hours and 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Less than the five hours that we tried to make this <laughs> dragon Pretty here. close. Pretty close. Yeah. We'll have to make it up in another badge. <laughs> Gardening. All right. Um, something about bacon. Bacon on a on a rocket cooktop. Yeah. So uh, when we were doing our sneak to Allerton Abbey while we were waiting to not get killed by the excavator um, and cooking in there, I uh, didn't have the BB specifications on me, so I took all the pictures I could possibly conceive of being needed, and I did not get the correct one. <laughs> so, this morning before sunrise, I woke up and snuck over to the Abbey and cooked up some bacon and made some coffee and sat there. In the, in the quiet of the day and fulfilled my obligations for the rocket cooktop baby. Um, quick question on aesthetics. Is the interior of Allerton Abbey beautiful? Gorgeous. Very much so. Very beautiful. Absolutely. I'd live there. <laughs> so uh, we've got some stuff on the outside to, to finish, like a greenhouse that we're working on. You, you probably saw that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's a construction zone on the outside still. So. Yeah. I saw it from inside the excavator cabin. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, I saw it. So we're trying to do that Zoom call, yeah. and then Josiah set it up, and I'm, like, watching you with the bucket going over the greenhouse. And it's pretty, by watching the jolty jerkiness of the, I'm like, this is his first time. Why is he so close to the greenhouse? <laughs> and, then, and then I learned, 
Josiah's fucking with me. <laughs> All right. Next up, scythe peening. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is a this is straw level badge bit, but I wanted to go for it because I unearthed a bunch of my great grandfather's scythes and they just need to be put back in working order. So I brought those from home and Josiah took out I think it's your peening jig, Paul, and uh, he showed us how to do it and my scythe is very long. It took me a long time to clean that sucker. But uh, yeah, that was cool. Okay. Alright. Did anybody else do scythe peening? I plan to. I'm going to take your scythe which I hope you don't mind me attempting to sharpen because I don't think it could get any duller. So yeah. I'm hoping I, yeah. I tried to cut paper with it and I couldn't. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm going to take a shot at it next. It's also a seven foot long size, so it'll take a while to peen that. But okay. yeah. right. And then, uh, yeah, Josiah showed uh, me and Penny how to size. Yeah. We had a dance party. Oh yeah, we were so dancing. The rhythm of the hammer. That yeah. was cool. Uh, I see on here batch box rocket math heater. Yes. I fired up the batch box rocket mass heater in the auditorium. Okay. Yep. A couple of times because I didn't get all of the pictures in the right order, but I've got <laughs> them all now. <laughs> okay. Now, I I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of batch box. Uh, how did it go for you? Did, 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 did you manage to get a lot of smoke in the auditorium? No smoke at all. Okay, good. It was very well behaved. Oh, good. It, it does seem like, because uh, in order to start a batch box, you kind of need to get that... You prime the riser, and then a lot of people are like uh, trying to start it like they would start a conventional wood stove, which does not include prime the riser. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Why is the smoke coming out the front?" And it's like, "Why indeed?" And so, all right. And the last thing I got on the list from Thursday, from yesterday, uh, from today, is uh, fire up the Fisher Price House rocket mass heater. And and I believe there, there's there's two bits of comedy. One is is that yesterday somebody tried to fire it up. I think Oakland tried to fire it up um, because she had finished cleaning it and she needed to do that last step. And um, and it started to smoke back. And uh, I had said there's only one time it ever smokes back, and that's if the kitchen fan has been on. And so sure enough, the kitchen fan was on and all the windows were closed. So it's kind of like, yeah. So then we just turned the fan off and bing, it's like going the right way. Everything's fine. And then this morning, <laughs> what what happened this morning? Uh, so this morning it was cold, and I was hoping to save running this rocket mass heater for the other peppers since I think they hadn't run it yet, and I think it's the best ever Something here like for sure. Yeah. It's an awesome rocket mass heater to run, and uh, it was cold, so I fired it up anyhow, and the kitchen fan was running, and all the windows were closed because it was cold, and it started running the wrong way because of that's how chimneys work and so with some quick thinking and knowledge applied um, this champion pulled fire that was coming out of the feed tube maybe several inches out of the feed tube uh, were where the flames were and obviously smoke on top of that went from that to running the right way around powerfully mm-hmm. correctly just by pushing a button 
just by pushing a button and inching, scooching the window open in the kitchen just a tad. Okay. And it went from having flames going up out the feed tube to flames going down from the very top of the wood in the feed tube and then finished its burn properly and completely thereafter. So it's sucking flames that originated above the Flames that were at the top of the feed tube all the way down uh, through the burn tunnel. Yeah. I love this rock and mess either. Now, when you say it's cold, tell me about cold. Like, what was the cold? How cold was it outside and inside? It wasn't that cold. Uh, It was 30 degrees outside. The humidity was high, so it felt cold. Inside, it was 62, I think, in the morning. 63. All right. All right. All right. So, and I think that the the little temporary fire that Opalin burned yesterday, which was just for the test. Right. um, I I think um, uh, that was just really, really cool. Quick, and then um, and then yesterday the temperatures outside were like, meh. and then suddenly last night and this morning it got to be just it, it, it dropped a lot. It, it went well below freezing. This is our uh, this is the first freeze we've had here in uh, I think a week and a half or something. Uh, we had a freeze uh, I think a couple weeks ago, but anyway. <clears throat> so it's like yesterday it was pretty comfortable in here and then this morning it's like yeah I think it was like 62 or 63 yeah. noticeably cold like, oh yeah we should we should Your brain says I should do something about this yeah 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 and um, uh, and then yeah the, when the when the fan above the uh, kitchen stove is on then uh, you try and start it it's like yeah it's, where do you think it's getting that air from uh-huh. <laughs> so that's the only time we've ever seen it smoke back is when the kitchen fan is on but once it gets going you can turn the kitchen fan on and it does great What's happening tomorrow? I got no more notes. Uh, Ready, go! (laughs) I want to do some more rocket BBs for sure. Yeah, I need to do um, making rice on the rocket stove and putting it into the hay box cooker. Mm -hmm. I did the making baking something in the rocket oven today just before I came in. I baked pizza. Yay, pizza! Yeah. Do these guys over here know about your pizza? Yeah, they moved it. We do. It's right there. It's okay. hiding. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. yeah, and then I, I'd like to repair 24 feet of junk pole fence at Allerton Abbey. And I also kind of want to build a 12-foot hoogle, so that's a that's a busy day. We'll see. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Man. I don't know if the excavator is available either, so we'll just have to wait and see. Check in with Josiah. Yeah. Are you all going to clean shakes? That's a good Oakland question. brought all that shake wood. We should clean shakes. Yeah, that's that true. We should clean. Yeah, I want to do the Dakota stove and oh, yeah. the rocket oven. And I might try the sealed pond test because I think your soil is better than mine for that. Really? What's your yeah. soil like? Uh, sand with little bits of brown mixed in, but it's sand. Okay. Sandy sand. Well, I, we got that video of Josiah doing it, and he did it over in Arrakis, which is sand. Yeah, but he also found several clumps of clay as he was digging his hole. Yeah. I don't know what that stuff is. What's well, clay? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, that brings up a question, which is maybe for another time. But, yeah, if I did it at home in sand and couldn't get it to seal... 
do I not get the BB? Let's, let's have this conversation yeah. when you when that happens. I mean, basically, when in the video uh, where Josiah is doing it, he was using the blunt end of the yeah. the thing, and and I think that it would have gone faster if he used a pointy end, hmm. and in order to seal it. And it's yeah. like, but I think, um, I mean, it depends on the sand. I mean, if it's, I've had people say like it's gravel, I can't possibly seal it, and then they seal it, and so it's like uh, I think it's you know, the only thing I don't know how to seal is cracked bedrock mm-hmm. but go ahead and and uh try it first and see but you can try it here too yeah you know do it twice <clears throat> those are our, yeah that's our list for tomorrow sadly my i'm leaving tomorrow yeah. i don't get to live at permaculture disney world mm-hmm. and so i have to go home but there's lots of bbs that i'm leaving behind um like the um dry sack retaining wall uh the um uh, roundwood uh dry peg um project uh-huh. uh, I'm planning to do the clothes um or the coat hooks project oh, okay. for that all right but I mean so so many BBs left undone I guess I'll have to come back <laughs> oh no <laughs> all right Anything else to add? How's it been here? Oh, wait, you stayed in the teepee. Oh, yeah. I've been loving the teepee. So um, it's got a great rocket mass heater in it. It's got a bench that wraps all almost all the way around. It's U-shaped, wraps almost all the way around in the teepee. And that puppy is nice. I've been firing it up at night when I get back up to there and an hour or so, and I'm delayering and kind of baking and mm. roasting and just loving life in there. Mm. And then the bench stays warm well into the morning. I've got a nice warm bed on top of the bench. And nice. It's very nice. Now, that's our homemade straw mattress. Is that working out all right? It's very comfortable. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I didn't know that was a homemade straw mattress. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I'll have to stay in the teepee next time. <laughs> so now, uh, um, where, so Mike, you're staying in the red cabin, and you got the new rocket mass heater in that. How's that working? Yeah, let's see. I, that was my first J I've ever run, so it works. Yeah, it runs well. Um, very, and it's new, but occasionally little wisps of smoke. Cause I'm trying to figure out how to get it to work, but yeah, it runs. It heats up immediately. I'm having a little trouble staying warm all the way into the dawn. I think it's a matter of insulation or sealing, or you know, the, yeah. the other one held heat. The batch box held heat really well. So if you knew to take it easy, it'd warm up on you, and you'd still have heat kind of in the morning. So right. Getting used to so I when it's really cold here last night, like I got up and made another fire. I that building does need to be insulated, and that is on our to do list for this fall, um, to for both that and the love shack. And so, um, uh, and and it's kind of like there is an argument to be made for like different designs that we could use considering the level of poor insulation in there. But I think I think that the design that we have in there now is going to work well when it's well insulated in there. And so it's, so what's in there now is kind of the opposite of what used to be in there. So you have experience with both. Mm-hmm. And the, the one from last year, uh, the Cyclone, uh, which it didn't throw off any instant heat. So you might be in there cold for, you know, more than an hour, maybe two hours. Uh, it, it seemed to me like about a half hour or so. If I went in... 
got the fire going, and you know you'd get the radiant heat off the fire through the little casserole dish door if you sat there and rubbed your hands. Uh, <laughs> but then you know within a half hour, you know if you hugged the mass, it was it was warm, mm-hmm. and then within I want to say within an hour it was warming up the place and I was good. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's when you were here it was spring. Yeah, it was mid-May, so it was a little bit warmer than this. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anybody got anything else about their stay here? Fantastic. It was great. Yeah. Okay. Had a lot of fun. Learned a lot of stuff. All right. I don't want to go home. (laughs) If you like this sort of thing, come on out to the forums at permies.com where we talk about skip, homesteading, and permaculture all All the time. time. (laughs) Hooray. Don't forget, go out to patreon.com slash paulwheaton and make a pledge for future artifacts.